With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Bang! Uh, he stares in the eyes of the now. man who despises him. And you see, my real mother said when I came out the womb, my little black sister was raised in the air like this. And she was proud. Welcome to Flight 3D. This is your captain speaking. We ask that you please note the emergency exits and safety signs in the event our journey becomes just too deep. In can put a basketball down. He leaped tall, super niggas in a single bound. Super niggas ain't got no degrees, he ain't got no time for that. Street corner, crack houses, projects, his natural habitat. Super niggas got super strength, speed, and agility. So it's understandable when the cops beat him down to the best of their ability. Super niggas has no supervision. Instead, he has super it's between 17 and 25 super inches used to satisfy them super systems. Will they clone little black girls who won't die but fight? Will they clone little black girls who supplement stamina for endless struggles to write? Will they clone little black girls like Asada, Sonia, Tubman, knowing what they know? Will they clone little black girls like Nikki, Zora, Mommy, Ain't nobody got more than us. Aspiring artists sent saliva in their palms. Producing hits making noise with their fists. Lanky limbros and afros break beats and pop lock on dance floors. Let me talk to you for a second. My mother is an evangelist. And I'm convinced that she won't be content until my voice is in a pulpit. I said, my mother is an evangelist. And you'd be hard-pressed to find a more fervent servant. She is fire-baptized, and I've watched men find God through her eyes. I said, my mother is an evangelist. Every Sunday, she leads souls to Christ. But I tell her, Ma, I'm a poet. Every night I lead souls into the light. I go where your preacher would not dare. Y'all mistaking these words for poems. These ain't poems. These are prayers. This is how I talk to God and y'all just happen to be here. These are all my fears and aspirations wrapped in the swatting clothes and packed in a tomb for three days. Then the spirit moves the writer's block out of the way and resurrects the words I need to say and they ascend off of the page. Well, hundreds of people bear witness so that generations Races from now will still be able to appreciate it, and I can still hear my mother praying for my soul. Hope.
hoping that one day I would hear clearly and find my way back to the ministry and it's hard for her to understand because she's almost as stubborn as I am that I ain't out here chasing a dream. I didn't choose poetry. Poetry chose me. I liberate souls every time I write a poem and I bring down the walls of Jericho every time I perform and I don't wait for them to come to me. I go where they live at. I mean, even God is a poet. You need only read the 23rd Psalm to understand that. How ridiculous must a writer be to say, yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thou rod and thy staff on my pen and my pad, they comfort me. That's why I get love no matter where I go in this country. I used to contemplate suicide at least three times a week before poetry, and I don't tell you that to get your sympathy. I tell you that because I know at least three people in the audience are going through it with me. But who would have known? Who would have known that my own words could deliver me? Who would have known that I could get closer to God with every metaphor and simile? Who would have known that something as beautiful as a poem could harness so much of God's pure energy and I ain't nobody? I'm just a ghetto bastard from an unforgiving northeast city. But with this pen and with this pad and with this mic, I'm larger than life. I fight the good fight so when I'm dead and gone, you can bury my ashes in the same tomb where they buried Lazarus. Because a hundred years from now, some young poet is going to be thumbing through the CDs in his great-grandmother's attic, and he's going to raise me from the dead. I said, my mother is an evangelist. Every Sunday, she leads souls to Christ. But I tell her slow and deliberate so that she will never forget that I am a poet, and I'm following the will of God, and I'm far closer to him at this very moment than I could ever be in a pulpit. Hello, welcome to the King's Round Table Spoken Word Poetry Edition. This is Jacqueline Taylor Adams, and I'm here with our co-host, Sweet Franchine. How are you? Peace, peace on Sweet Franchine. The more he'll great opening. Welcome to the Dirt Church, as he would say. All poets <laughs> yeah. and kings and queens, welcome. Yes, yes. Um, this is our <clears throat> special edition of Spoken Word Poetry, The Art, The Industry, The Viability. And today we have a King's Round Table, and we have a couple of our kings at the table. But I do want to take a moment to attempt to call one more king and see if we can bring him on in. Is that all right? Sounds good to me. Okay. Get his number here and... Um, we're going to just call him. We can call him right in here, guys, from the studio. So let's see how this works. So how have you been? Um, all right, we're hearing the ringing. So. I'm good. If you guys help. Hello? Hello? Jacqueline? Hello? Yes, is this acronym? Yes, it is. Alrighty, this is Sweet Francois and Jacqueline Taylor Adams from Master Griot Radio. We're bringing you in on the King's Roundtable. All right. Okay. Welcome. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. you. Thank you. So, right. Okay. So, um, is, is anybody else good. on yet? Is Omar Shice on yet? Well, Shice is not, but we have two more of our kings, so we're basically ready to start. But I did want you, um. Sweet Francois, introduce yourself. Let it, you know, let everybody know who you are, and you know, just welcome us in. All right. 
Well, first of all, like I said earlier, welcome everybody. That's Jacqueline. That was a great opening to start with Brother Lamar Hill, one of the best kings on the poet poetic circle right now. Um, you know, um, just awesome to hear him, and I just think he is a phenomenal poet and performer. A great way to start the show. I think this King's Roundtable is an awesome concept. I'm very thankful to be participating with the Kings on the phone tonight. Well, my name is Sweet Franchine. I'm Helen from Wilmington, Delaware, founder of Sweet Franchine Entertainment and PeaceLovePoetry.com, where we do all things and create beautiful venues and opportunities and very unique and creative uh, productions uh, to present poetry in a different manner and to introduce poet, poetry to people who don't normally get to hear it. So we bring ours on stages with music and live um, live music and songs, telling stories of love and life. So I'm excited to be here. Welcome, everybody. All right. Yes, welcome. So now who we do have on, I'm going to open up the lines, and um, I'm going to call out your number and if you could introduce yourself. So I'm opening up all the lines right now. So we have three of our kings here. So um, call from the 972. Yeah, this is Mike Gwynn out of Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. How's everybody doing? How you doing? We're all right, all right. All right. Okay, caller from the 267. Oh, that's probably me. My name is Omar Sharif. Uh, I'm Harold from, from, you know, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Tri-State area. I'm in Delaware and, and Philadelphia. All right. Three. Omar, you sound a little far away. If you could maybe get up a little closer, you sound a little far away. Uh, and then, great. From the nine seven two. Yes. Hey, introduce. Right, so how are we doing now? Are we better? Better. Okay, that's better. That's better. Okay, Mike, you're from the nine seven two. So that's right. Okay, from the nine one six. Oh, from the nine one six. This is Akron, uh, out the Northern California area. The barrier. I'm a poet and a motivational speaker. That's what I do. That's great. So these are all our kings at the King's Round Table. So um, I guess our order we will go in. We will. Um, we are going to start with uh, Mike, since you, um, you came in first. We're going to go to Mike, Omar, and then to acronyms. And our first question we're going to pose is, you know, um, who are you? Let us just know a little bit about you, the man. We want to know about you, the man. Let us know a little bit about you, the man. Well, uh, okay. Well, thank you again uh, for having me on the show, Ms. Adams. I'm very honored. And uh, uh, a little bit about me. My name is Mike Gwynn. I'm from the Dallas-Fort Worth area of Texas. Um, I am a motivational specialist. I kind of use uh, spoken word and creative writing to try and reach people, promote social awareness. At the same time, create platforms for artists from all walks of life and from all parts of the universe to come and share their their heart and soul. And uh, I host three different venues here uh, for the last 13 years without fail uh, every week. Uh, you can find out more about me at MikeWynn.biz, but Mainly, I kind of had this art morph into an opportunity to, uh, you know, to reach people, 
promoting social awareness and at the same time being very entertaining in doing so. So I just do a lot of stuff. That's all. I do a lot of stuff, y'all. That's all I got to say. Hello? Go ahead, Omar. Oh, okay. So I, I guess I'm up. So my name is Omar Sharif. Um, I've been a, a, a vendor um, in a marketplace for about 20 years, and that is that has given me the opportunity to meet a whole uh, a whole realm of people. Um, I'm, I, I, I'm a father first and foremost, and, and that's where I go with my poetry. Uh, my aim is really to teach. Um, particularly, but I, I, I really young brothers. I, I have three boys and two girls of my own. Um, they're grown now. I, I pat myself on the back. I think I did a wonderful job. They're, they're not perfect, but they're good people. Um, and so, what I aim to do with my poetry is is um, to be a black a, a black father out there for um, for those who don't have one. And so. My aim in my poetry is is to really enlighten the children. Um, that being said, I enjoy words. So uh, when Sweet Friend Sean came to me and offered me the opportunity to perform on her platform, it was perfect. It, it's it's not a um, it's not a competition platform. It's a platform where you can be entertaining, um, you can be enlightening, uh, enjoy yourself, um, have a good time, and. Uh, it gives me the opportunity to get my name out there. So if if there is uh, any any sisters who need who, who who have children that that need a little help or need someone to talk to them, um, I can put myself out there and they know that I'm available. So so that's really my aim and, and what I'm trying to do with the art. All right, um, brother Acronym. Uh, well, hello, and uh, thank you for having me. Um, I'm acronyms. Um, for me, um, I've been doing motivational speaking since '96. Um, I went through a dramatic accident and started off as motivational speaking to the youth. And then, like in '99, poetry just became above me because I've been doing poetry all my life. The people said I was blessed with the gift of words. And me, myself, I grew up just understanding, trying to understand who we were as the people. So I'm more Right, I fight for literacy, you know, for the kids to understand writing is fun if you can make it your own. Um, and also, you know, my group I deal with is, I work with is a group called Writer's Block. Uh, that's an acronym in itself. It stands for Wisdom Reveals Intellectual Thoughts Elevate Righteous Souls. And Block stands for Building Legendary Orchestra to Compose Knowledge. We try to keep the history going, let people know about this Independence Day, who are you as a person, you know, but I do this for the people, you know, because without the people, I don't even exist, you know. I remember Michael Gwynn when he was in uh, Sacramento, a very good brother, you know, and I I follow you on Facebook, and, I, uh, you know, and I see your posts and everything, you know. Love what you're doing, just keeping the art alive as much as well as other artists out there. For me, I'm just out there just as a poet, whenever needed. I do this for poetry. I fight for fight for the love of the people, you know. That's me. It's Africa. the man. Awesome. Are there all the kings on the line, Justin? We have more. No, these are all our kings right now. All right, great. Well, you know, first of all, brothers, I just want to say, you know, 
give thanks for what you're doing, and I know that there's so many ways, um, so many things that affect our youth, our young men especially. It's always good to hear brothers come together and use their gifts to enlighten. So with that being said, you know, um, you guys have given us some insight on what you do. Can you tell us, um, or maybe even, ha-ha, i got a better one for you. I'm not even going to give a question. Better yet, you know, share with us a verse, a couple of verses, each of you, that um, will represent what you're trying to see to the world and to the universe, specifically our youth through your work. Whoever's ready can go first. All right, okay. well, I, I'll take the floor, but I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> I'll go. All right. This is Omar. So, Omar, this um, sounds like that's you. Go first, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, listen, um, I'm, I'm going to do a piece called um, Where I Come From, and it's basically a, a piece just just letting folks know what's going what's going on in, in, the, in the inner cities around here where, where, I, where I spend most of my time. Um it, it goes something like this. Um, what we have where I come from is a numbers problem. The problems in the numbers. Black children, premature eternal slumber, self-lynchings, self-lynchings over nonsense or mere pennies. Heed the call and response. When I say no more, you say killings. No more killings. God's willing, but we seem to have lost touch. I never thought black folk could love too much, but we seem to have this extreme love for material things and life, just a thing for the taking. As long as fast money being made, dreams fade where I come from. Innocence dies or early death where I come from. The young bear guns where I come from, and some die just because where they come from. And if you understand where I'm coming from, then maybe you know someone who has lost someone over something that wasn't even worth arguing over, let alone making final arrangements. Let me tell you how deep the pain gets. We're talking about a very small town. I can feel it in death. You can almost smell in the air. Remind me of a story once told, Mississippi Burning. Not the movie, the real story to the numbers. The nearly 5,000 unnecessary deaths, the swell of grave sites. Whose dream is this? Whose vision? Those nasty streets only lead to one or two places, a coffin or a prison. I can hardly read the morning paper anymore. It's as if they're counting sheep, putting even the most conscious of us to sleep. A small town becoming numb. The problems and the numbers, they're all relative. Yours and mine, lost kin, missing friends. It's time to call on whoever you call on where I come from, whether it be Allah, Jehovah, or Jesus. I mean, it's Time to step out on your faith and do something. Do something about the dead young where I come from. They call it the small wonder, but they start to put up some mighty big numbers where I come from. Big ups, big ups. Thank you so much. That was Peace. Brother Omar Sharif. Who would like to share with us next? I'll, I'll go. Who is this, Mike? This is Mike, yeah. All right, cool. Let's hear something. From a rickety old treehouse near heaven, I watched as you shaved away inhibitions with precision of a surgeon. But you were no virgin to the virgin. That night, you'd be wearing mama's clothes again. So smooth yet subtle, you removed stubble in your struggle to transform from king to queen. I watched as you came out of that closet wearing a skin-tight sequin mini, capturing those skinny legs, just so. Your makeup, flawless. Earrings blingy, looking like Miss J on crack. Oh, you thought you were America's next top model. And I can still see all those strangers 
one of many more than willing to deliver prophylactic at your revolving back door. Set up in that tree like a rotten piece of fruit, watching as a cable guy laid pipe. The plumber broke leaks, and the postman always came twice. That's where I learned to count. You see, that was Sesame Street for me. And the worst moment of my life was seeing another man between your thighs, but I'll never tell that. No one need never know when I saw you so. I'll never tell, sir. I'll never tell, but you tell me. How you going to be a father to your son if you're another man's man? I'm still waiting, Daddy. And all I know, all I'll ever know, is that I'll never climb trees again. Wow. Wow. Very nice. Everybody, that was Mike, Brother Mike Gunn, sharing with us. I don't know, acronym, do you want to share a poem that represents what you want to share to the people? Well, you know, I wasn't expecting to perform, but, you know, I'll give you a little something. Um, <laughs> a little something is all good. It's whatever you're comfortable with. I've been blessed to speak in verses, to speak in slang, for all my people who recognize real hip-hop and poetry slang. Chopped in pieces, spellbound in skits, ready to blow minds for the first time before these words leave my lips. But I must become equipped. And I know the first sight you see me, you probably think I'm high. But if you look at the word high, I know you wonder how I got here. But really, I really be on that quest for love. But every time I dig for my roots, I always come up with a black thought. But I know this energy that I be feeling is the same energy that Tupac and Biggie themselves, but not too many people looked at Biggie and Tupac's name the way acronyms looked at their name. When I looked at the word Tupac, it spoke to me and told me to uplift people about consciousness. See, that was Tupac. To unite people about change. See, that was still Tupac. But since Tupac didn't leave a seed to succeed, it took a brother like Akron to step up and do the right deed to unite parents and children. See, that is Tupac. But so many people be coming up to Akron and say, Akron, if you wanted the grace, I can compare you to Biggie. I said, don't compare me to Biggie because me and Biggie are one and the same. Just look at his name. I believe in God's grace in everything that I do. So I ask most rappers, why do you rap? They say, you're acronyms. You know the word rap stands for respect and power. I say, if it stands for respect and power, I say, recognize a poet, a respect a prophet. But for me to say that we're all prophets inclined at the same time, when I look at the word prophets, it spoke to me and told me we're poor, righteous, oppressed people up and everyone thinks spiritually. But so many people say, acronyms, how do you take them words and break them down at the same time? I say, look at the word mind. Mind tells you what I do. I mentally inject new diction. And looking at the word diction, I decipher individuals' conscious thoughts in order now. So they ask Atkins, why you don't rap? I don't rap because it really stands for rebel against parents or ruin our progress. So I chose hip-hop, mm. helping independent people help other people. Because when money became into play, the dummies became into play and turned hip-hop into huge income potential, hurting our people. I hope you see the sequel because too many dummies was following the word money and never looked at the word money, and money would have told you... Monopolizing off Negro experiences yearly. Mm. Monopolizing off Negro experiences yearly. But too many people got that mean green and be chasing that almighty dollar and scared to turn it over and look at in God we trust. But I guess it takes an OG scholar to make you about the word one dollar. One dollar would have told you what America did to us. Only negative energy destroyed our language, lives, and respect. That's why America's in debt. And when you look at the word debt, it tells you destroy every black tradition to keep black folks in check. I'm just going to stop it right there. It's a long piece. So I'll just stop it right That's there. That's all right. We like That's <laughs> only a little bit, y'all. Check <laughs> that out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Um, 
Thank you, Kings, for sharing that with pieces with us. I think that gave um, those the listeners some good insight into um, what you use in poetry for. Jacqueline? Yeah, yeah, that was hot. Thank you so much for um, suggesting that, Francois. Um, gave us an idea of um, why you um, guys are kings of poetry. And um, you, um, you all have such great knowledge and um what I'd like everyone to do, you know, at this point, because I'm pretty sure everybody's a little excited, um, if you could let us know what, um, how to get in touch with you just for one moment, and I can put it down in the chat room. Um, so we're going to go acronym, then Mike, and then Omar. Let um, Give us um, either a website or something. Let us know how to get in touch with you. Uh, you can catch me at Facebook, and I spell acronym A-K-R-O. N is in Nancy, E, M is in Michael, and S. Okay, uh, and, and also uh, Twitter, and right? Exactly the same way as Twitter. The acronym stands for Acquiring Knowledge, Revealing Originality, Naturally Elevate Mind Spiritually. One more time, Acquiring Knowledge. Revealing Originality, Naturally Elevate Mind Spiritually. I'm trying. Okay, acquiring knowledge, <laughs> revealing originality, naturally, okay. naturally, elevating mind spiritually. Oh, I got it. That's cool. I got it. <laughs> awesome. He's awesome. You know. Um, well, you, everyone, go ahead and introduce yourselves, and I'm just gonna go on to the next concept. All right, one that. more time, after then, where are you from again? Uh, I'm, I'm originally from Vallejo, California, but I reside in the Sacramento area. But I represent Earth. Wherever poetry takes me, that's where I'm at. You know, um, I do it for everybody. I do it for the people. You know. Your thing. Your thing. All right, Mr. Mike Dunn. Yeah. Um, Mike. M I K E. Gwen, G-U-I-N-N. You can reach I me at Mike. Re- you can reach me at MikeGwen.biz, or you can just simply just Google Mike Gwen, and you'll find me. I'm in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Texas, and uh, you can also call me nine seven two seven zero four five zero zero one. My number is global, and uh, I'm available anytime, anywhere. I'm, I love what I do. And, yeah, I'm, I'm on Facebook, Twitter. Just, again, just Google. You'll find me. Okay. Mike, can you get a phone number again? I got 972-704-5001. And I'd love to give advice and, you know, I'd share any information after the show. Okay. Thank you. Omar Sharif, you're up. Okay. My, um... My name is Omar Sharif. You can reach me on Facebook just like that. That's um, O-M-A-R Sharif, S-H-A-R-I-F. Um, I have a website. The website is osharif.com. Um, again, that's O-S-H-A-R-I-F.com. And I don't have no problem um, being reached by phone either. Again, uh, so my number is 267-258-9775. All right. Now, um, 
uh, Omar, there are so many Omar Sharifs. I was trying to find you on Facebook and I can't. So, what is your um, actual um, link? Is a Facebook.com forward slash what? Okay. Uh, Omar Sharif 03. Okay. Facebook.com slash Omar Sharif 03. Now, um, I just want to um, go on and um, this is, like I said, part of spoken word poetry, the art, the industry, the viability. So um, one thing, we we definitely talk about the business of spoken word. So in that, um, I'd like to speak to each of you brothers about, you know, you know, living by your poetry, it, you know, if that's the goal for you and how do you, um, you know, monetize your art. Um, we've invited, um, I've invited a lot of entrepreneurs to look at the possibility of, you know, strategic collaborations with the poetry industries, with poets and all. So understanding as part of your um, audience, what, you know, what would you share? Now, I do know um, it doesn't take a rocket science if you ever need an acronym <laughs> for anything that's uplifting. <laughs> Who you want to call on? <laughs> okay. But, you know, that is so powerful. I mean, when you're talking about naming businesses and different things, and um, I guess I do want to just share with our audience, especially if some of our businesses and all are listening, when I speak of strategic collaborations. Um, each one of these brothers, and maybe you guys can share, um, you know, what is your regional area? What is your regional outreach? What areas do you outreach to as far as your audience is and your followers? And about, you know, what would you estimate your fan base to be? And um, be, and then do you host shows? Do you, you know, let us know if you have any books. Um, you know, our um, CDs, albums, anything that you publish, because I want to, you know, I, I want our people to see, you know, see what your outreach is and that you have a loyal audience and following. So I'd like to start with you, Mike, because you have something very important coming up, right, for all the poets. Oh, yeah. We've, uh, we've got the National Poetry Awards that's coming up in August in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, that's just one of the things that I, you know, that I'm involved in. Again, for me, you know, I, I've, I've conquered Poetry Slam. I've conquered, you know, the whole open mic thing. But now for me it's about creating opportunities for other artists and sharing those opportunities in a way that, because I believe it elevates what we do. If we can get as many people to be professional, meeting business cards, websites, brochure, an actual published book, uh, CD, you know, just, you know, have a little bit of professionalism to what you do, and that makes us more marketable. And that's what I'm all about is being an example of that marketability uh, to sort of corporations and sponsors and festivals and conferences see us as a viable entertainment and entertainment entity. And that's what I've pretty much donated and, 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 and invested most of my life in doing, which has netted me a lot of, a lot of, uh, Exposure globally, uh, so much so that this is what I do full time. It's you know it's anywhere between sixty five to hundred grand a year for me. This is what I, this is how I make my living. This is all I do uh, full time. So I'm more than willing to impart to impart any information to help other performance poets, open word artists who are you know motivational speakers, you know uh, by trade, 
uh, get themselves out there in a way that no one can deny them because they are professionals who happen to be poets, mm-hmm. who happen to be spoken word artists. So that's what I'm I'm here to do. I'm here to impart 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 some of that uh, some of that wisdom. And again, that's what the National Poetry Awards is, is about. Myself and Troy Ford Lewis put it together. It's an, an example of how we can recognize each other and then collectively bring each other up to that same level so that no one denies that we are a viable entertainment entity. Absolutely. I will absolutely agree. And um, to be frank with you, Mike, that's one of the reasons I do what I do, so that the artists that perform with me not only have exposure, they can build their brand so that they can go out and, you know, um, make this a viable option for themselves. So that's awesome. And I'll make sure that um, uh, I have my sister send you information on the workshop that we have coming up at the end of the year, okay? And for everyone, just visit um, www.nationalpoetryawards.com. And um, when does it come up, Mike? Uh, It's August the 23rd through the 25th in Louisville, Kentucky. And I'll be hosting again this year. And, uh, you know, again, if you can't remember the website, just Google National Poetry Awards. We're also sharing this information in the chat room If you want to stop by the chat room And also if you have any questions We'll be opening up for Q&A The call in number is 646-716-7994 Again that call in number is 646-716-7994 Omar Um for, for for me, um, I, I really linked in with a with a with a beautiful opportunity with, with um sweet friend Sean. She 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 has built um peace, love and poetry up to something that people are willing to come out and spend a decent dollar for and, and they're looking for um for quality entertainment and enlightenment all in one venue and, and it has just been a, a wonderful venue for me. Um I've I've uh, had the opportunity to to um, to have a book published. It, it's called um, I Have Named Her Inspiration. Um, it, it's it's basically a, a book of, um, of of love poems um, based. Uh, they're love poems based, but what it really is is um, um, how we deal with each other as a people. And it's always been a thing for me that 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 we we needed. First and foremost, first and foremost, is to love each other more. So to link in with something called peace, love, and poetry, and have um, and, and, and have the opportunity to, to share um, and, and help build that 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 brand it has been a wonderful opportunity. And, and individually, I have um, quite a few people that follow me individually. They they, they like my work, um, and. That's what I, that's what I've been that's what I've been doing with it. Um, we have some things coming up, some major events. We have one um, which is the Bob Marley Festival. I guess we call it the the um, People's Festival now. It, it's uh, the 27th of July. It, it's it's a national recognized event, and um, again, it's a, t- a chance for people to come and see that that um, poetry could be done. In a professional way, and um, and and that's what I do. That, that, that's that's how I've learned to add 
um, poetry into the other things that I do. I've, I've had the opportunity to um, to speak to to children in schools, all based on on the platform that the brand that, that we're building here in Delaware with the peace, love, and poetry thing. So, so it, it's it's really working for for us. Um, it's something that's growing, and it's and it's growing fast. And I, I'm just happy to be a part of it. Great. Um, acronym? Uh, about me, first of all, yeah, I think uh, Brother Omar and uh, Michael Gwynn for the information. I need to get at you about that, uh, Michael Gwynn, about the business part, because I understand it, and I, I love the business part about it. But myself, um, I'm in the prison system, the juvenile halls, the colleges, the high schools. That's where it all started off for me with the education system. Since my mother was a superintendent, and it was easy for me to get into the education system, what I do, and that's what I really get a lot of fans over the years that know me over the years is when the internet came out, from the internet radio shows to performances on the college tours. That's how my fan base is. I'm one of them poets. I used to. I'm one of them poets. I'll just go to a venue because I love poetry so much and perform, and people will be surprised. And I do what I do but never try to put out a book, which I'm putting out a book now called A Poetry Book, and that's an acronym in itself. And I got three other books on hold I'm working on called the ABC uh, Performance Poetry. That's one. And ABC stands for a business career in performance poetry. That's what ABC stands for. I can say that. Um, mm-hmm. I think what else uh, I can think of is... Anything that's just just random. I'm just waiting for school to get back in and get back on the college tours because I love. I'm one of them poets. I love to learn. I love history. I feel like our history is degrading because the youth don't know nothing. Nothing is being passed on. Um, One of my friends, that's a poet from London, he said it best. um, The difference between African Americans and Africans from the UK, we are named after our ancestors and we are are taught to study for greatness. You guys are named after Europeans and you guys are stagnant for greatness. And it kind of stuck me and it's like, wow, that's a trip. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm on that. I love my black people, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm one of them. I feel like you know I'm one of them last of the moral men that can go any any neighborhood, any jail. There's you know not too many. A lot of posts that I know don't go where I go, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a wheelchair. I'm in a wheelchair. I just give the word like my friends. I I need you here, you know. And I do what I do. I speak, but I do this for everybody. It's for all of us. You don't need. Well, I know what. I wanted to honor. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I just want to just, you know, give you guys some honor that you're so open about what you're sharing, but more importantly that you recognize that you're sharing as you learn and as you grow and as you build um, the business. And like Brother Mike said, you know, one of the goals that Jackie's always had is to um, is to try to be one of those on the forefront in helping the world and those understand that and respect the genre of poetry, respect it as a paid performance versus always asking us to come and perform for free and, you know, just show up and to respect it. And part of that is that, um, as Omar mentioned, the piece of importance, we learn that we have to be professionals. We have to have products. We have to have those same things that other performers have to 
get um, get the general public to uh, respect what we do, especially promoters and producers of events. So, you know, I'm thankful for what you guys are sharing. And you all are touching various audiences, and it's just great. I'm, I'm really honored to have the opportunity to speak with you guys and to possibly reach out to you and assist me um, in um, with my, uh, I'm, I'm developing, a, I have developed a workshop um, to teach performance poetry and the business of it because I get asked so much individually that I don't have time any longer to teach it individually, and I have to be able to um, be able to share the information amongst more people. So, you know, reach out to me at Sweet Franchon, S-U-I-T-E-F-R-A-N-C-H-O-N. You can hit me on Twitter, Facebook, or anywhere, anywhere with that. And just let me know if you're interested in how I can assist you in your journey as well. Right. Now, um, I'm going to come back and ask you guys one more question staying on here because um, just to share with everyone because I know I didn't get much chance to speak with Mike. I know him uh, more from Troy. Um, Troy wasn't able to make it on and Mike's his partner. But um, I'm a marketing strategist. You know, this is what I do. Um, And um, I love the arts. I've been working with artists. I started with visual artists, and I went to theater artists, started working with spoken word artists, and now I work with recording artists, all types of artists, film artists. Um, the one, and then I work with, of course, a lot of small businesses, nonprofits, all of those things. Um, but the big thing that um, we have, I don't think a lot of small businesses especially don't, don't understand the value of um independent artists and the uniqueness how we can just easily connect with them and they're reachable as opposed to if you were um if you had to get a celebrity so you know what am I what I'm proposing and everyone can reach out to me if you're in business and I'll organize the deal for you because see I know what the poet wants because I represent them, the artists, but I also know what the business wants and what the business needs. So, you know, what are, where I want everyone that's in business, because I reached out to a lot of entrepreneurs, so I'm hoping a lot of people called in, not just for the art of it, but to understand how they can form this relationship with business and poetry. Each of these men, and many more, and including Sweet Francois, they all have platforms. They are all definitely regional, and any given day and time, they're in front of, you know, 50 to hundreds, thousands of people. They have the ability to be a representative for you. At a fee that's affordable for a, a small business and entrepreneur, and at the same time, they're developing product that you get to partner to help them market so as they market their product and their brand, so markets you, and you guys have a win-win relationship. So whether it's a local market, a global market, you know, we can make it work for whatever, you know, your entity is, your business is. We can definitely help you develop win-win relationships. And as um, Sweet Francois said, it's um, one of our main goals is to expand the um, perception Many, most of us have linear perceptions of spoken word, 
And, and you know, one of our goals here at the Massive Real Radio Massive Real Project is to expand your linear perception. And, you know, the word can do so much and the word can stand alone. So in that, I just want each of you brothers to let us know what your primary region is. I know automatically by in, being on the Internet you're global, but where's your core audience, where's it from, and just give us, a, you know, our range of, you know, your core audience as far as numbers. So if you could start um, Mike, then Omar, and then um, Acronym. Uh, well, for me, I'm here in Texas. So for me, it would be Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Tennessee, Louisiana, um, um, Atlanta, North Carolina, which is how I reached out, how Troy found me, because the reach was there. And that's where the National Portrait Award started. Uh, just, you know, the southern, just the south, period. And, of course, mm-hmm. the fact that I travel all over the country and, and outside the country, and not just, you know, via Internet, but I actually physically travel. This is what I do full time. So uh, the reach is, is a huge, huge presence nationally and, then of course, uh, uh, every once in a while internationally. Okay. And will we say your numbers are about your reach? Um, your core audience, that you know. Not, not, not. My core audience would have to be, uh, at minimum, about maybe a hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. Uh, at least a hundred and fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 I'm, you know, and, that, and the reason why I say that is because I'm in every school, I'm in every college, you know, in the state of Texas, and you know, there's six million people you know, in Dallas alone, but on a weekly basis, because I host three different venues, and each one of them uh, uh, cater to um, a different audience, a sophisticated audience, a slam audience, and then a laid-back open mic audience is where our rookies come to learn the craft. So with that being said, I think 150,000 people, but uh, for Dallas-Fort Worth, things that I do radio, television, I'm in all the conferences and things that happen here uh, with regard to workshops, just finished the Steve Harvey mentoring male mentoring program here in Dallas, you know, because of the, you know, because of the spoken word and motivational speaking angle, I've had a chance to really, really reach out to some people, not just here locally, but in Hollywood as well. So I, 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 I don't really know. I, I just know what I do locally every, every week. Yeah. All right. Omar. Okay. So for, so for me, um, I'm not sure whether I, whether I looked out that far beyond beyond the, the people who I touch on a regular basis, who I could um, change 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 lives. Um, uh, again, um, as a as a as a as an entrepreneur, as someone who's out and about all the all the time, I'm just looking. I, I'm I'm looking to change my surroundings and in return, my, the little bit of change that I that I make will. will um, quote change the world. So uh, um, the venues that, that I do do, they they are. I'm, I don't. I'm not real active where I'm doing something every week. Um, it, it's part of. Uh, it, it's like if 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 I come, I like to think that I, I'm coming. I'm bringing something that you don't get all the time. I'm bringing something that's different and unique. Um, the style in which I do things. I mean, I'm I'm from. In, in the Philadelphia area, you can find a poetry venue just about every day of the week. Um, so what I what I, what I really want to do is is go is get in schools 
and, 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 and help children. And, and by doing the peace, love, and poetry thing, that's my chance to step out. And 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 that's a um, that's a I, I, friend. I think we do that like just that every other month, and then every month we do um, a PLP, and, and that's a venue that holds what's that hold maybe 150 people. Um, and, then, and that's growing. And we, we, do, we do colleges too. We do a couple colleges a year as well. Yeah, we and and Fran calls but me. But also and, too, um, Omar, you stated that you vend, right? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I, so been, I mean, all of that is part of your your business and your outreach to the to the public. So when you know you know your core audience, you know, because even as an artist, as an artist, you're a business unto yourself. Right. And, and so Okay, and you're correct. So so you would think I'm I'm out and about, and I I I must see um ten I, I must see ten thousand people. In a week, if you talk, in all my businesses put together, um, and I use I use my my book and and and, um, and and the show tickets and things like that that coincide with everything else that I do. It would be it would be hard for me to stand stand alone with it because I got so many with, with poetry itself because I got so many other things going on. But it works well within the realm of all the other things that I do. So. Um, you figure I, I I probably see um, the market that I go to um, ten thousand people a week visit that market. A lot of background noise. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is, is a lot me? of background noise. That's not me. Noise. That's not my line, is it? I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure. Okay, but, so you say you primarily you have the Philadelphia, um, the greater Philadelphia, Philadelphia area. Well, so, yeah, Philadelphia. Um, I, I do most of my work in Wilmington, Delaware. Wilmington, Delaware is where I do most of my poetry work. Um, we okay. venture out to Philadelphia. Um, we go down to, um, to in the Baltimore area. We've been down there a couple of times. So you think we got um, Wilmington, Delaware, Philadelphia, and and its outskirts in, in the surrounding areas. And, and down in Baltimore. That, that's normally where I move. All right. Okay, so um, thank you, Omar. So we're going to move on on to um, um, acronym. I know you did You did let us know specifically that you do the, um, you let us know that you do the prison. So um, tell us a little bit more, acronym. I, I mean, prison. like like at least the areas that you're reaching out to, oh, and you figure um, in your numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for me, I mean, I've been doing the, the prison system since 1996, and the juvenile hall system. That's always consistently. Um, but for me, um, my numbers about how many people I, I like for me, I do acronyms every day, and I have a lot of followers, so I touch. I don't know how, I can't even say how many people I touch a day. I just know I get a lot of phone calls, like, thank you. So I can't even put a number on that because I do what I do. And plus, who I used to be in my past and who I am now affects people because they'd be like, damn, you can change. I remember you like this. You're like this. So it's like, it's a daily thing for me. So I can't put a number like how many are my demographics, my numbers, because if I did that, you know, I, I would just think. I always think about the numbers, because me, I take poor, for me for poetry. I just take poetry as one day at a time. It's like air to me. It's life. I breathe it. 
I get a phone call, somebody, I need you to perform. I'm gone. I'm on a flight. I mean, whatever it takes, you know, to inspire, you know. Because what I do, I, like I said, I do it for the kids and the people. But when it comes to adding a number, I can't. I, I, I really can't add a number. I mean, I could say 100, I could say 200,000, I could say 300,000. I don't know because I do acronyms every day. Because my friend offered, my friend told me I need an app. I mean, she's trying to get me an app for my acronym because I've been doing it for, I've been doing it constantly for two years on Twitter and Facebook. And I, I met so many actors okay. and actresses in my past. Because I used to be in the music industry as a manager, so I knew a lot of people behind the scenes in entertainment. So for me being a manager to this poet, it trips people out because they remember me pushing paperwork, being a manager versus being an artist now. So, okay. Well, acronym. I can definitely help you out with the app, and I'm part. I'm the chairperson for the Global Urban Tech Fair. Okay. So I'm going to. Um, I'm going to need you to connect in with some people, but we'll we'll put it out to the tech community because you know there's a lot of artists in tech to, um, that we can definitely partner. And we can even make it one part of our tech challenges. And there's actually a David Muhammad right out in your area and who also is in the entertainment industry. And um, definitely we'll hook you guys up. So, you know, all of our businesses and entrepreneurs, again, here's an opportunity. He may not quantify, but you see he has an extensive outreach, an extensive audience. And that's why I just say your core audience because, Right. You know, every time you you know you advertise and things, you actually outreach to a lot of people. But your core audience, who you feel comfortable, if you put something out, they're going to buy, they're going to listen, they're going to share. Right. But right. um, but for those people, here's an opportunity. If he has an app, and you sponsor the app, because there's always the cost of building an app, but that's an opportunity for your brand to be seen. Um, what's important is if you if if through acronym or through Omar or through Mike, you touch somebody, you help somebody, you help a community, then people see your brand um, differently. And right. so it's a way maybe you can't go out and do it, but because I help this artist to do it, I'm still part of helping. I'm still part of giving back. You know, while maintaining our business, because you know, people in business, this is how they eat. You know, you know, you know, you're in business. You generally don't get to go to a job and be in business. The business is how you eat. So, um, you know, I want us to get a little creative how we can actually work with one another and um, help build up one another because we have to build each other up. We can't expect someone else to come and do for us. We do for each other and we build our community accordingly. But this is um, another prime example, and I hope definitely I know we all will continue to network with one another. So now we got the business part out, and we got about five minutes more to go. So Francois, you um, anything else you wanted to give us, or say, or ask of our kings? No, I just would like to ask all the guests one more time because I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm having a hard time finding some of you on Facebook or Twitter, um, which is my primary um, communication. I want to make sure the listeners um, can find you. Just kindly make sure that we know how to reach you one more time. I think you guys did a great show, and please leave us each of us, um, each of you, please leave us with you know your last word for this today's show. So, what you'd like to leave? 
on the minds and impressions of other people. Um, real quick before we go to the last, and thank you, Francois, that's really great. I wanted to give a shout-out in the chat room to Robbie, baby poet, the more. He always comes through and supports us. He was um, in the chat room, but he says he's still listening in. He's just outside the chat. And we had the call from the 513. Oh, they finally do want to speak, so I'm going to bring the Oh, Lordy, now they just left. <laughs> but okay. the caller from the 513 was on for long, but they just pressed the number one. So caller from the 513, we love you, thank you. If you want to, call back in. So, um, Francois, give the order, how you went to people and to give their findings. First, first acronyms for me, please. Read your final words that you like to impress upon the people. Um, just have faith and believe in yourself. Um, I'm one of them artists that that's I say that's went over that's challenged every obstacle possible to stand amongst many. You know, uh, just believe in yourself one day at a time. You know, my acronyms I say it every day. You know, we all know the word, we all know the language. We just got to know the vibration and the sound, and that's we got to pass on like the the same the energy. The energy they had in the sixties and seventies that we need to bring that black love back, that that energy. That's my word for today. Great, absolutely. Uh, Thank you. All right, old brother Omar. Brothers. Brother said, I'm gonna go here and say this. Um I thought of this yesterday, it being Father's Day. And, and what I thought was a good word was to for the brothers to really, really, really love themselves, and then love their children, and love their children as much as they love themselves. And, and I think we'll we'll, we'll be um, better people for that. That that's just a thought that came to me. Um, now I'm not sure what the question. Um, what was the question? Was there a question? Just leave, no, just leave us with your final words of inspiration. It sounds like you did that for us, but oh my. Yeah, that was that. All right, peace. <laughs> Thank you. Next up, please, uh, Brother Mike Gwynn, leave us with final words, please. Yeah, all I would say is, is that, you know, there are a lot of creative avenues that you can go go through uh, to get yourself out there as an artist. The main thing you have to realize is that you are the product. Your books, your CDs, no matter how beautifully and professionally put together they are, you are the extension of that. No one will touch your book, your CD, want to book you as a performer, workshop facilitator, motivational speaker, or any of that unless you carry yourself professionally, unless you take this art seriously and always put God first. Again, MikeGwynn.biz, G-U-I-N-N.biz. I'd like to say to everybody, thank you again so much. More importantly, those artists that are listening, just keep in mind you never know who's watching. You never know who's watching you on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, Instagram, even in public in your daily grind. It's an open, you know, you have to be very transparent, but you have to also um, be very careful about what you allow in the world to see. And, um, you know, best wish to everyone. Sister Jacqueline? Yes. Um, uh, Carla from the 513 came back in. Go ahead. Yes, this is Romeo Okay, go ahead. I just want to say I enjoyed the, uh, the feature. Um, all the guys had great uh, advice and select words to say. I want to say congratulations with the marriage, Mike Quinn. 
And Thank you, sir. Fantastic show. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. And congrats, Mr. Mike Glenn. Didn't know that. Congrats. Thank you, ma'am. This Saturday. It's awesome. Awesome. Okay, um, yeah, real quick, we may have a 50 seconds and we'll go in over, but can you let us know, um, each person, when is, I mean, your next event or some, um, some the next way um, someone can hear you, experience you? And I'm going to go from acronym Omar and then to um, Mike. Um, I have a performance on the 28th uh, out here in Sacramento at the school, uh, out here at the school. But my uh, next performance really where everybody can see me at is in July, July 27th. Um, they're having a Hidden Colors, uh, Dr. Booker T's uh Coleman is speaking, and I'm a, I am the uh, entertainment for lunch, and um, after it's over with, that's my next big performance to me. That's okay, and that's in Sacramento. That's in Sacramento, at the All Obama right. Room. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, then um, Omar. Uh, let me open up Omar. Okay. Omar. Okay, my 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 next big performance is um, at the People's, Fe- People's Festival, um, a.k.a. Uh, also known as the Bob Marley Festival. It's in Wilmington, Delaware, at the um, Tubman-Garrett Riverfront Park. Um, you can get tickets for that at www.peoplesfestival.com, um, and that is July 27th. Again, I'll be performing with um, um, Sweet French on Entertainment, um, at that event. All right. And um, Mike? Um, every Tuesday night for the last 13 years, I'll be downtown Fort Worth for the Fort Worth Poetry Slam. Every Sunday night for the last three years, I'll be at the 1011 Grill in Dallas. And then every fourth Saturday, I'll be hosting... Love Jones, which is where I'm going to get married at my poetry venue this coming Saturday <laughs> night, June 22nd. Awesome. So we're going right. to make, yeah. And then, of course, after that, you, you know, National Poetry Wars, August 23rd, 25th. I'll be at the National Poetry Slams in Boston, you know, August the 10th through the 17th. And then I'll have the youth at Brave New Voices in Chicago. And then, of course, my everything else is on my website. My complete schedule is up there. And, again, MikeGwen.biz. Just Google Mike Gwen. You'll find it. All right, and I got to get a shout out to the Philly Youth Poetry Team. Yeah, we we do voices every year, one a couple times. <laughs> so um, let me get a shout out to PYMP. And um, well, we're going to roll out on. And I, first, I do want to say thank you to everyone. Your brothers have, are phenomenal. You've been phenomenal. Thank you, and um, just thank you for being on and sharing with us. And everyone out listening, please share this show. Great knowledge, great information. It's probably take you, you can sit down and just take notes. <laughs> and each of you are so inspiring. And so, um, and Francois, of course, thank you. She is a phenomenal co-host. <laughs> oh, and just to say, um, next next month, our show is Second Mondays, July 8th, 
10 p.m. same time, same place, and the feature will be Soul Opera. So all of you people who want to learn about Soul Opera, how Francois incorporates poetry and music and tells stories, this is a unique thing. Come find out about Soul Opera on July um, 8th here on Spoken Word Poetry, the art, the industry, the viability, and we are going to roll out on um, Poetry for a Living, again by Lamar Anthony Hill. Thank you, peace, and love. Peace. Peace and life. Every time I tell somebody I do poetry for a living, they look at me weird. Like they don't believe that it's possible. I tell them that it is. I tell them I don't make my living off giving people reasons to buy a CD. That's crazy. I make my living off giving people reasons to live outside the box, outside the cell block, outside the cubicle. I tell them that a life lived without boundaries is beautiful. I tell them that the body can do whatever the mind chooses to. And I ain't got no illusions or grandeur. I know where my story ends, but yours begins whenever you get ready to move. Want to be a lawyer? Take your ass back to school. You only got a short time on this earth, so while you're here, you better find your niche and work on it like your life depends upon it because tomorrow isn't promised. Failure's not an option. Want to be a dancer? Get it popping. Work your angles like an architect with all your tears, blood, and sweat and disregard the people that'll tell you you're crazy because they too scared or lazy and too complacent to make the necessary changes. This life is about risk. Jumping in with both feet because the answer could be just beneath the surface and the timing ain't never going to be perfect but only 2% of the people on this planet actually do what they want. 60% of the people on this planet work for them. The other 38% are just too far gone. So you better get in where you fit in while you still can. Otherwise, die wondering what could have been. And when you think about it like that, doing poetry for a living makes perfect sense. It puts me in that 2%. I only answer to God. Program managers can't censor my shit. I'm a prophet that prophesies and profits. No gimmicks. I give it to you the same way God gave it to me. The pen is a pistol. The words are a nightstick. I just beat you over the head till you submit. No blue pill, just red. Here's some water. Swallow this. And this ain't about performing. This is two doses of reality, call me in the morning, this is word is born, this is you better get your piece of the pie before it's gone, this is one part heart, four parts persistence, cover the pot and let it simmer, guess who's coming to dinner, opportunity's knocking, better pop the lock and let them enter, this is 2005, you can start a business with an internet connection and a laser printer, no excuses, get on your mission and consider all this the next time you fix your face to ask me what I do for a living. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.